0: Welcome to a live and active life. Broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights.
1: It's been a rough couple of years. People are feeling it. Communities, countries, the global community, they all have challenges and threats that are astronomical with limited solutions. In addition, it has become increasingly hard to know who you can trust. All this upheaval can sometimes make a person feel, I just don't care anymore. What if it's you who doesn't care anymore? If you find yourself thinking, or feeling, or saying I just don't care anymore. It is time for a pause. You may have shut down, and it helps to explore why that might have happened. But let's start with something else first. We're going to discuss what things should still be there for you if you still do care. People who still care function in certain ways, I've got 12 things for you. There are more you can add, but these are 12 that cover many of the main things that should be there if you still care. Number one, you still feel things. Number two, you talk about issues. Three, you get involved. Four, you have more energy. Five, you can be moved by sorrow in your life or in others' lives. Six, Look for solutions to help solve problems. Seven, carefully and kindly, respectfully confront if needed. Eight, find ways to rest and refresh. Nine, find ways to regain forward movement. Ten, seek answers to challenges and hard questions. Eleven, Invest in relationships and don't give up if there's a conflict. And 12. Seek, trust, obey, and enjoy God. There are more that we could list, but that list gives us a really good starting point for assessing where you are. If these things that we've listed are absent for you, then you probably need a pause. And in your pause, If you commit to be deliberate, constructive, honest, and authentic, then you can be renewed again. And yes, you can care again. Here's a good question. Why don't you care anymore? Evaluating why you are where you are is helpful. Sometimes it's hard or even impossible to assess exactly what has happened inside you. There are many reasons why you may have stopped caring. Some are common. Others are very individual. But here is another small list, a a starter kind of list, of possible reasons why you may have stopped caring. It could be that you have been deeply hurt. It could be that you feel you can't persevere through a prolonged situation. Fatigue may have pushed you into exhaustion. Despite much hard work, you may not see the results that you were aiming for. And then, of course, life's losses may have piled up and you might struggle to get on top of those griefs each day. Maybe you're afraid that the other shoe is going to drop any time as you consider the future. Perhaps a relationship that you've invested your heart in didn't work out. No matter how hard you try, how many times you get back up and go after it again, it just doesn't seem to make a difference. Those are some reasons why some people shut down, why they don't care anymore. And so because of them, you may find that you're even in a state of depression And I would refer you to our website to look up some different articles and podcasts that have to do with depression. Regardless of how you got there, you no longer care about things that used to matter to you. Some days you may feel that you are barely coping. Overall, you just simply don't care anymore. Okay, you've got one, and I've got one. Everybody has one. A little flip switch. There is a little flip switch inside you. It flips off when life gets too painful or too hard. When it flips, you don't feel pain as much anymore. You tell yourself that you don't have to keep going. In this place, you start to think that there are fewer losses to address. Disappointment slips off and sometimes turns into apathy. Some people settle into a bare-bones kind of approach to survive. This is when you just don't care anymore. Every person has that flip switch, and it's actually a safety mechanism of sorts to help you not fall off the edge. Somehow, People instinctively know, in a foggy kind of way, where their edge is. They get really frustrated or scared, desperate, serious, and other things when they sense that they're getting close to their edge. Some people get angry. Others find that they really need to go for help because they don't really have the resources to deal with whatever they might find at their edge. Some people stay in that place feeling desperate and helpless for a very long time. Then for others, their switch flips off and they slip into a condition where they just don't care anymore. The goal is to survive, to get beyond the edge point, and to become healthy again. And yes, The goal is to flip your switch back on again. You can start to care again. Help and hope are available for every person. Please don't stay in the place of not caring. That place changes you, not in a good way. There is help and there is hope. Your first reach out should be to God. He absolutely cares about you, even if you don't care anymore. He loves you deeply. And since He created the human original design, He knows what went wrong for you, and He knows how to fix it. Most communities have programs and counseling services. You might explore what options are around you. Pray for guidance and trust that God will lead you to the right kind of help. You can also do some things that often make a real difference, and this is what the content of this episode is about. You, yes you, can invite both help and hope back into your life. You can care again. The first thing we want to talk about is a helpful pause. We did mention a pause already before when you start to realize that you just don't care anymore. But this pause must be deliberate. It must be purposeful. You can never get back to an alive and active life if you don't determine to get better. Your value is never in question to God. He equipped you to make it in this life. In fact, He's given you everything you need for life and godliness. That's talked about in 2 Peter 1 verse 3. This is worth exploring and praying about. You are worth a chance at help and hope. Why not invest in your life? Why not take that chance? In your pause, as you near your edge, You must do some critical things to find your return to normal switch. First of all, admit. That's right, admit where you are. Say the words. I don't care anymore, but I want to. I think I'm close to my edge and I'm scared to death because I don't know what I will do if I ever get to my edge. I need help and I need hope. The next step is to turn to God. This is in your pause. You're trying to get back to your return to normal switch. So you want to admit, now you're going to turn to God. In this honest, helpless state, turn your heart to God. He loves you deeply. He cares where you are, right near your edge. And He wants to help. Why not trust Him by coming near to Him? That's a faith thing that you do in your heart. He will reciprocate as soon as you even begin to lean his direction. James 4.8 talks about that. So, you're admitting, turning to God, and then the next step is to turn to God's word. God's word is power on paper. It is alive and active. Totally applicable to your life. No matter what anybody says, God's Word is all of that. If you ever believed anything, now is the time to believe Scripture. Read it. Memorize it. Claim it for your situation. Apply it accurately and practically to your life. And by the way, that's called meditation. And pray it. After turning to God's Word, pray into a position of help and hope. Speak out loud to God if you have to. He's with you. Perhaps you would benefit from writing out a prayer. Regardless, respectfully express what is inside you to God. Even if you have negative feelings toward Him, He wants to hear from you. How you talk to Him is a statement about your character. How he meets your faith is a statement about his character. He is faithful always. How about you? You are capable of faith. It's God's original design. Exercise it. Hebrews 11.6 says that without faith it is impossible to please God. You can be faithful. Remember this verse? I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13 Ask God to help you care again. This might sound too simple, but He can help you overcome fear of caring again. He will teach you how to set good boundaries and rekindle hope. Courage comes from God. Wisdom for problems and relationships starts in God. Healing flows from God. He will help you care again. Will you trust Him? So let's real quick go through those steps that happen in a purposeful, helpful pause. First, you want to admit exactly where you are. Then you want to turn to God and be honest with Him. You want to remember He loves you. You want to turn then to His Word and take it to heart. Then you want to pray yourself into a place of help and hope. So what kind of application can we pull out of this? Well, listen with your heart to what the Lord is saying to you through His Word. More than any other source of help and hope, You need God and you need His Word. Here are some things, some ways that you can benefit from what He is saying to you. First, spend time in His Word. When you are discouraged, the Psalms are a great place to start reading. Ask God to open His Word to your heart. Then, write down on paper or put it in your device what he is teaching you. Third, review his teachings with attentiveness and resolve to obey. He is a good doctor. He knows what will help you. Do what the doctor orders. Why not trust his help since he is for you? After that, you want to meditate on how to implement what God shows you Again, remember, meditate simply means picture practical application in your life. Then, following meditating, rest in His love. Enjoy God, maybe for the first time in your life. Come close to Him by faith. After that, you want to open your heart to receive new things from Him. Welcome His healing his promises from scripture, his discipline through any correction. And then finally, change your thought defaults. What you think about most becomes a kind of a neuropath highway in your brain. Your thoughts follow patterns that you establish. This is what you default to first all day. So, why not make your default God's Word? Form neural path highways that take you straight into the truth where the help and the hope is. Let's review those steps real quickly. The application to get you into help and hope. Spend time in His Word, especially when you're discouraged. The Psalms are a great place to start. Write down on paper or in your device what you're learning, what God is teaching you. Then you want to review his teachings with attentiveness and resolve to obey. Do what the doctor says. Number four, meditate on how to implement what he's showing you. And remember, meditating means practical application that you picture in your life. Following that, you want to rest in his love. Enjoy God for the first time, maybe. Just do it. He's right beside you and He loves you. Then you want to open your heart to receive new things from Him, including healing. And finally, change your thought defaults. You do have control over the kinds of things, the patterns, the habits of thinking that you establish. God is enough. He cares and he will help you care again. Just want to add that you might need medical assistance. If you do, find a good doctor who has knowledge and invested practice with helping people who struggle with discouragement and or depression. Also visit our website. We have lots of articles that deal with helping people to live practical lives alive and Active lives. This is for you. You can be an alive and active person again, and you can care again. You don't have to stay in, I just don't care anymore.
0: You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org. Your web-based home for resources including books and e-books, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.